Greetings, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching of Yahweh's laws and commandments. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. We pray that you would receive, learn, grow from Yahweh's word through this teaching. We pray that you have a blessed Shabbat. So let's get started. Today we are going to talk about who will not enter the kingdom of Yahweh. This teaching is not designed for those that are on fire for Yahweh, for his Torah, for his instructions, for his laws and commandments. But this teaching is primarily for those that are on the fence, for those who are just living a lifestyle according to the world system, and they think that they are believers in Messiah. They might think that they're in okay standings with the Messiah, all because they prayer, prayed a prayer that we, would, that we used to call a prayer for salvation. They answered a call, and then they, they named the name of J-E-S-U-S. And because of that, they think they are, quote-unquote, saved. No matter what they do, no matter what they think, no matter what their lifestyle is, they think they're going to be okay. But we're going to go over what the scripture says concerning who will and who will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So let's start with 1 John, the epistle of John, chapter 3 and verse 4. Now this teaching is not to condemn you, but this teaching is to awaken you, or if you are a pretty solid believer, it's to give you a strong footing basis of why you will enter in to the kingdom of heaven. Now we know that you must be born from above. We know that Yeshua took and became sin for us, and we've accepted his salvation, his sacrifice for our deliverance. And because of that, we enter into relationship and choose to follow him in obeying his laws and commandments. Now, Many have been taught that all they need for salvation is to accept the Messiah, believe he died and rose again on the third day. And when you think about it, they say that you are to believe that he died and rose again on the third day, but they teach that he died on Friday and was resurrected Sunday morning. That's not the third day. So something's wrong here. He did not die on Friday. He died on Passover, which I believe was on Tuesday or Wednesday of that week. So if they say you must believe that he died and was resurrected on the third day, but then they teach that he's only in the grave a day and a half, there's something wrong there. So you need to go there and find out what's not there. And you need to do your research. But nonetheless, there is more to salvation than just confessing that Yeshua is Savior. When he has written his laws and commandments on your heart, when you are born from above, you will desire to follow his laws and commandments. 
Now, you may not have ever been taught that, but you are being taught that now by Yahweh's Spirit. And we need to understand that when we are truly born from above by the power of Yahweh's Spirit, we will not argue, we will not defend. When we see in the Scripture, for example, it says to keep the Sabbath day holy. We're not going to defy that. Or if it says that his feast days are forever, we may not have ever heard it, we may not have ever understood it, but we just accept it and receive it by faith because the Word says so. Or if we see in it that it says, do not murder, do not lie, do not bear false witness, do not use a false name, we accept those commandments. And because we love him, we step out in faith and begin to follow him. Now, if you are a person and you believe that you've been born from above, but you do not live as Yeshua lived, you do not desire to want to hear about obeying his laws and commandments, something's amiss there then. And so we're going to look at some basic scriptures. And you can just take them, receive them, walk in them, or you can reject them. If you receive them, you're going to be blessed. If you reject them, then you're going to be in trouble. So in 1 John chapter 3, verse 4, it says, Everyone who sins is breaking Yahweh's law. For all sin is contrary to the law of Yahweh. All right? So it says here that when you are breaking Yahweh's laws and commandments, it is classified as sin, and sin is lawlessness. And if you look at our nation and the world system, it's all lawless. Everybody is living a lawless life. Don't you tell me what to do. That's their mindset. All right, let's look in Galatians 5, verses 19 through 21. Galatians 5, verses 19 through 21. Let me turn there. Bear with me for a minute. Galatians 5.19 It says, Now the works of the flesh are clearly revealed, which are adultery, you can include fornication in that, impurity, uncleanness, lustfulness, idolatry, witchcraft, Enmity, fighting, jealousies, anger, revelries, stubbornness, divisions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, uh-oh, reveling, and things like these. Now, people that don't want to hear about the first part of the book, you're going to see that most of this is in the latter part of the book. And Paul is just revealing, revealing what is in the Torah already. Remember, there was no New Testament when he wrote this. Paul was Torah observant. He kept the feast, kept the Sabbath, lived according to Yahweh's instructions. And he said... In verse 21, of these, I tell you beforehand, also, as I also said before, so obviously he said this before, that the ones practicing such things, such things as fornication, such things as adultery, such things as sexual immorality. That's what some other versions 
uh, interpret it, which is accurate. Such things as lustfulness, such things as witchcraft, such things as stubbornness, idolatry. And he says, as I've told you before, the ones practicing these such things, that means they live their lifestyle. It says, these, they will not inherit the kingdom of Elohim. So Paul said a person whose lifestyle is lustfulness. As a guy, that would mean every time a woman walks by, you're checking her out, you're looking her up and down. Or for a lady, you're looking at him, you're checking him up and down in those jeans. That's lustfulness. When you do that as a way of life, that's just a normal reaction out of the inside of you. It says you will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. It also says adultery and fornication. That means that if you are living together as a man and wife, but you are not man and wife, you're just shacking up, you too will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. It don't matter what you think. It don't matter what you believe. It matters what thus saith Yahweh. He said through the Apostle Paul, which comes out of the Torah, that if you do these things, you will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. So there are a lot of people in quote-unquote the church world and probably even in some assemblies that are living together, they say they believe in the Messiah, they say they believe in Yahweh, they say they believe in His commandments, but yet they are living and practicing lawlessness, Torahlessness, unrighteousness, which is basically going against anything that Yahweh says and living like the pagan world, unbelieving people live like. You know, when I was a teenager, a male and a female living together, shacking up, if you would, was, I mean, it just blew parents away. If they found out you were doing that, they it, it just blew them away. They couldn't understand how you could do that. If you were having premarital sex, it just blew them away. Why? Because the world was not accepting lawlessness, in sexual immorality, as a normal way of life. Now you fast forward to today and it's acceptable. Women, you know, having their cleavage hanging out, having their buttocks hanging out, that's acceptable today. It's not acceptable in Yahweh's eyes and it should not be accepted in your eyes if you are a believer in Messiah and Yahweh and live according to his laws and commandments. It should gross you out. Whenever I see that, it doesn't make that person more attractive. It actually makes them less attractive because they're just lustful looking. They're unrighteous. It's gross. Now, when I was in the world, I would have thought, hey, that's awesome. But that's because the inside of me was full of darkness. The inside of me was full of wickedness and evil. Now that the inside of me is filled with Yahweh's spirit and his laws and commandments, I see things totally different. So you need to understand that the Apostle Paul said, when you practice these things as a way of life, you will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. You will inherit a kingdom, but it's not of Yahweh. Now let's go to some more things that the Apostle Paul said. 
See, many people that are in quote-unquote churches, and I'm not trying to pick on anybody, but nonetheless, it's a fact. People that I know, they go to church, they worship quote-unquote J-E-S-U-S, and they think there is nothing wrong with them living in fornication, breaking Yahweh's laws and commandments. It's acceptable to them to commit sexual immorality, whether it's that or homosexuality, and they accept it, and yet they so believe that they will inherit the kingdom, I'm just going to say, of G-O-D, because that's who they're serving, pagan deities. Because they prayed a prayer that were, they confessed J-E-S-U-S as Lord, as Baal, that's what the Lord means, then they said they believed in their heart that J-E-S-U-S died and was risen on the third day. And yet, in their own doctrines, they teach that he died on Friday and was resurrected on Sunday. So they don't even, they have you confess that he was in the ground for three days, but when you put the pedal to the metal, they don't teach he was in the ground for three days because Friday to Sunday is not three days. All right. In 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11, it says, um, let me read it out of this version. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh? And then it says, and I would emphasize this in, in all capital letters, do not be deceived. So the first thing Paul is saying to the people of Corinth, and now these people were drenched in paganism. Sexual immorality was a norm. Homosexuality was a norm. Worshiping false gods was a norm. Uh, keeping pagan holidays was a norm. So he said to them, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh? The unrighteous are those that break Yahweh's laws and commandments as a way of life. Everything they do, it just comes out of them naturally, just like it did for you and I when we were in darkness. Sexual sin happened, it was just natural. Cussing, fussing, you know, F-bombs here and there all the time was natural. Smoking dope, popping pills, stealing, lying, um, whatever, getting drunk, getting high, getting stoned. It was a natural way of life. Listening to music that promoted sex, that promoted violence, that promoted addictions, that promoted all kinds of uh, wickedness and evilness, that promoted the Illuminati, where you just listen to music and you just get off in another realm. I, I remember I used to listen to music and have a full blast, close my eyes, do some drugs, and I would get into another realm. I would fantasize and, and, and get into another realm. That is part of practicing it as a way of life. I live for it. And when you do that, the first thing the Apostle Paul said is don't be deceived. Don't be deceived that you're going to inherit the kingdom of Yahweh because you are not going to inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. It says, do not be deceived. The sexual immoral, 
idolaters, adulterers, homosexuals, thieves, greedy, drunkards, which includes drinking alcohol, taking drugs, and getting high, getting stoned, uh, getting tipsy, whatever you want to call it, will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. And he says in verse 11, And some of you were these things, but you were washed, but you were set apart from these things, and you were justified in the name of Master Yahshua and in the spirit of Yahweh. So Yahweh's spirit came in you like it did on me on the, on the day I got born from above and literally removed the darkness out of me, removed the darkness out of you, and placed his spirit within you so that you would no longer want to or desire or go after that lifestyle. And verse 11 says, we were. And we did some of these things and we were, we were like this. It doesn't justify that you can be like this and live like this and then think you're going to inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. No. He says you were like this until Yahweh and Yeshua and his spirit began to change you from the inside out. So, do not be deceived into thinking that you can live a sexual immoral lifestyle, be greedy, be lustful, be an idolater, be corrupt, be a thief, and still inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. No, you can't. And you won't inherit the kingdom of Yahweh if you practice these things as a way of life. Now, if you fall short into one of these things and renounce it and repent of it, that's a different story. But if you continue going down that path, pretty soon you will no longer be grafted in to Yahweh's kingdom. You no longer will be born from above and darkness will take over and it will grab you and hold you captive worse than it was before you ever got born from above. So in this verse, these verses, Paul is teaching a people that lived this lifestyle before Yahweh and Yeshua and the spirit of Yahweh grabbed hold of them and separated them from this lifestyle. See, when you're born from above, you will be separated from this lifestyle of lawlessness, of unrighteousness, of wickedness, of living a lifestyle that goes after breaking Yahweh's laws and commandments. You don't think twice about it. When you are born from above, you may be dealing with temptation to go down a path, but you're dealing with it. You're resisting it. You're fighting against it. But if you continue yield to it, you are no longer resisting the devil, you no longer are submitting yourself to Yahweh and the enemy will not flee. Matter of fact, he'll grab hold of you and take you captive. You have to be set apart by Yahweh's spirit, by the name of Yeshua and live according to his laws and commandments in order to inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. See, Christianity teaches so much 
that obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments have passed away, and all you need to do is believe in J-E-S-U-S and L-O-R-D and G-O-D and believe that he was in the ground for three days and rose from the dead for three days, and they don't even believe that. And that is so inaccurate. That's the starting point, that you believe that Yeshua became sin for you and that he will set you free and you call upon his name. And after that, you begin to take steps of faith in learning his laws and commandments in order to live by them because he has set you apart from the world system. And see, when you look at most people in the church, you can't tell if they're in the world or if they're not. But when you look at most Torah believers, because of their lifestyle and their talk, you can discern and tell that they are set apart, that they have been born from above, and they are not like the everyday believer. You don't hear the F-bomb flowing out of their mouth. You don't see them smoking dope. You don't see them drinking booze to get drunk. You don't see them partaking in worldly music. You don't see them going to the clubs, dancing in worship unto Baal. Yes, that's what you do when you go to the clubs. When you go to the concerts, you are participating in a form of Baal worship. So he said, do not be deceived. Don't think you can participate in both. Don't think that you can participate in sexual immorality and inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. Don't think that you can participate in breaking the Sabbath and inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. Don't think that you can participate in idolatry and in serving other deities and inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. If you break any of these things on a consistent basis as a way of life, getting angry, getting reviling, um, you know, uh, issues that you're constantly angry, you will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. Now, if you know it's sin and you keep resisting it, eventually you're going to overcome it. But if you know it's sin, then yeah, what the heck? then you're in a dangerous place. Look in Ephesians chapter 5. And it, and it says, and again, this is the Apostle Paul ministering to the people at Ephesus who were also major pagan believers. They worshipped pagan gods. They were involved in paganism. And paganism has so much sexual immorality in it. That is why paganism is ruling our nation and ruling the world system. There is so much sexual immorality in the world today that wasn't there 50 years ago, 40 years ago. And it's accepted today as a normal way of life. In fact, the court system, when someone, a business, said, I'm not going to make a cake for a homosexual couple because it violates my religion, they were arrested, they were taken to court, and that couple that, that were, were homosexuals were justified. The law protected them, but the couple that said, it, hey, it's against my religion, and the couple that 30 years previous to this, they, that homosexual couple would have been laughed out of the court, wouldn't even gone to trial. Why? Because our nation was more of a righteous nation, a nation that tried to live according to the Ten Commandments, Yahweh's commandments. But today, they, you don't, people don't teach their children that, you know, I see daughters dressed like their mothers and they looking like hookers. 
and they wonder why they get pregnant. They wonder why they get attacked. They wonder why all these things. Now, they shouldn't be attacked. That's, that's, that's just as wrong. But nonetheless, it reveals the way of life that is in our nation. It's sexual immorality is pedal to the metal, except for a handful of believers. And they're usually made fun of or laughed at. And Paul said, do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. He said it in Galatians 6, do not be deceived. Yahweh is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he reap. So if you sow sexual immorality, you are going to reap the consequences of sexual immorality. Now, I do know that there are people that are trying to live holy. And, you know, I know one person in particular, and they were violated. They were attacked. They were raped. And that should have never happened. I don't even know if that person was prosecuted or not. But nonetheless, that is the way our nation is. That which was classified as wrong, our governments now are saying it's acceptable. And if you don't accept it, you are going to go to jail. Well, you have to make a decision. Are you going to live according to Yahweh's laws and commandments? Or are you going to bow down to what is acceptable in this world system's eyes? As for me and my house, we will serve Yahweh. So, in 1 Corinthians 6, 9, Paul said, Do not be, be deceived. The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. If you know people that think they are a believer, they go to church, they say they, they love, quote-unquote, J-E-S-U-S, or the Messiah, Yeshua, and yet they are living in sexual immorality and so forth. You need to let them know they are deceived. You need to show them the script, these scriptures that they are deceived. The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. What is the unrighteous? People that are living a immoral, Yahweh-breaking lifestyle. The righteous are those that obey Yahweh's laws and commandments as well as receive Messiah as master. So Paul said in Ephesians 5.5, 5, no person, okay, I'm, that's no person, doesn't matter if, if, if you call yourself a pastor who is immoral, impure, greedy, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Messiah. So Paul said here, no person who is immoral. They might be having sex with a secretary or having an affair with someone in the congregation, promoting sexual acts upon the altar. He said, no one who is immoral or impure or greedy has any inheritance in the kingdom of Yahweh. Notice that word greedy. You know, and, and everybody knows these quote-unquote leaders that have mansions, that have airplanes, that have um, four or five houses in, you know, the Caribbean, in the mountains, and they just don't have a house that's nice, but they have a house that is beyond that only the, the wealthy, the famous, Hollywood types, sports types live in. He said they shall not have any inheritance in the kingdom of Messiah. Now, if someone gives you 
one of those properties, that's, that's different. Or gives you an, an airplane, that's different. But if you use the money from the kingdom to buy something extravagant, that you're in dangerous territory. And it says, do not be deceived. No one that does anything that is of greediness will inherit the kingdom of Messiah. Messiah didn't, didn't have, live in a house that had 15 stories and 5,000 square feet and three swimming pools and horses and, you know, all that. No, he didn't. He had, he, he, he had probably a nice house, you know, comfortable, and that's fine. All right, let's just wrap this up. Hebrews 13, 4. I believe the main focus that Yahweh was opening my eyes to, to share with people is that in the quote-unquote sexual immorality area. Because so many people think they are a believer and yet they willfully practice, live according to sexual immorality in some way, shape, fashion, or form. It could be through pornography. It could be through living together. It could be through child pornography. I, I, that, that just blows me away. It could be through homosexuality. It could be, you know, you see all the time on the news that teachers are having sexual relationships with students, 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds, you know, so on and so forth. You see all the time, you know, the policemen having sexual relationships with people or with pornography um, and other people. You know, people that are in the Republican Party, the Democratic Party, but all of them, greedy, immoral, and they will call themselves Christians. Though almost the very first thing that most people do when they begin to run for office is that they identify themselves as a churchgoer, as a Christian, which to me today doesn't mean nothing. It just means you're a pagan. It just means you're a liar, a deceiver, because you've been deceived and you're just using that as a platform to deceive people into thinking that you're a man or woman of righteousness, that you are obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. But, you know, when you do your research on those candidates, you'll see they don't obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. So Paul said no person who is immoral, greedy, or impure, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Yahweh. I mean, just keep thinking about that. No person. He said in 1 Corinthians 6, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh? And he said in Galatians 5, They that practice these works of the flesh shall not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. When you look in Revelation 21, verse 8, and it talks about people that are on the outside, looking in, they're, they're cowards, unbelievers, fornicators, impure, liars, deceivers, people involved in witchcraft. They will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. It says that they are on the outside looking in. Let's just read that, make sure I got that exactly the way Yahweh said it. Revelation, it says, But for the cowardly, the unbelieving, and those having become sinful, and to murderers, fornicators, sorcerers, witchcraft, 
idolaters and to all liars. Their part will be in the lake burning with fire and brimstone. Their part will not be in the kingdom of Yahweh. Their part will not be in the kingdom of Messiah. But their part, their inheritance, will be in the lake of fire. Now, that's just the bottom line. If you live a sexual, immoral, immoral life, if you practice lawlessness as a way of life, if you practice sin as a way of life, wickedness as a way of life, you will be cast into the lake of fire. I didn't say that. The Apostle John said that. The Torah says, and the Apostle Paul confirmed what the Torah says. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh? When you understand this, and when you believe this, you will begin to examine your life according to what the scripture says. Is your lifestyle a lifestyle of unrighteousness, a lifestyle of wickedness, a lifestyle that continually does things that Yahweh disapproves of, that Yahweh said that you need to be separated from. See, when you are set apart, you are set apart from sexual immorality. You are set apart from smoke and dope. You are set apart from worshiping Baal through music and through um, concerts. You are set apart from participating in the lusts of this world system. You are set apart from pornography. You are set apart from having premarital sex, from living in same-sex marriages. You are set apart from it because it is unrighteous, because it is not right in Yahweh's eyes. And you have been set free by the power of Yahweh's Spirit. So do not be deceived. People that you may be going to church and you may be going to an assembly. You may be reading your scriptures. You may be giving tithes and offerings. You may be doing a lot of other things that are biblical. But there are certain areas of your life that you are practicing as a way of life that are unrighteous. And you don't want to hear about it. The scripture says you will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. I remember after I got born from above and I was living to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, I backslid. And for six months, I began to live worse than I ever did before. And there were numerous times I was in a motorcycle accident, truck accident, other things. And I knew that if I was to die, I would be sent to the lake of fire. Why? Because I was disobeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. And as soon as I repented, as soon as I cried out to Yahweh in repentance, he set me free. And I began to live my life according to how I understood the word of Yahweh. Now, I didn't understand him as Yahweh, but praise Yahweh that he was merciful. And because I was living according to the knowledge I had, but then one day, some more revelation came. 
And I began to see what the scripture says. So don't think once saved, always saved is biblical because that's a bunch of BS. It, your salvation is not guaranteed until you die. And it's whether or not you've lived for Messiah, whether or not you've accepted Messiah. And when you've accepted Messiah, you've accepted his laws and commandments. What did Messiah Yeshua say in John uh, 14, 15? If you love me, you will keep his commandments. The more you love him, the more you will thirst to live a righteous lifestyle and to obey his laws and commandments. So I pray this teaching encourages you. I pray this teaching challenges you that if for any reason you are living a lifestyle of the things that the Apostle Paul said, if you do these things, practice these things, you will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. I pray that you would turn away from it. I pray that you would call upon the name that is above every name, the name of Yahweh. I pray that you would ask him to set you free and to forgive you of all unrighteousness through the blood of the Passover lamb, Yahshua. And that you would turn away from whatever that unrighteousness is and you would ask for his spirit's help to deliver you and that you would keep resisting it until it literally flees from you. Submit yourself to Yahweh's laws and commandments. Resist the evil one and he will flee from you. 1 Peter or no, James 5, 7, I think it is. Nonetheless, you and I have a part to play in our salvation, accepting Yeshua and then living according to his laws and commandments. You cannot, and I'm going to emphasize this, you cannot say that you are born from above and really be born from above and live in sexual immorality, or live in being greedy, or live in covetousness, or live in paganism, or live in worshiping um, Yahweh on the day of the unconquerable day of the sun, or do the things that pagans do, like celebrating Christmas, celebrating Easter, celebrating New Year, celebrating all those things, all those holidays that pagans celebrate, that Yahweh said in Jeremiah 10 too, that you and I are not to do the things, are not to participate in the things that pagans participate in. We are to seek Yahweh. See, as soon as I saw that in the word, I was set apart from it. All I had to do then was remove the stuff that lined up with it, like Christmas ornaments, Christmas lights, Christmas trees, um, other ornaments we had in our house, seashells, pictures of the sun, pictures of the moon, so on and so forth, um, t-shirts that might have had animals on it, because the, that's all idolatry. Yahweh said, do not have any images of above the earth, below the earth, or upon the earth. That means pictures of things, images of things. So nonetheless, that's part of it. So I encourage you, and I pray that you grasp and understand that the unrighteous, the lawless, the wicked, People that are living to, to please their flesh. And that's what sexual immorality is all about. Will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived into thinking that you can 
live a pagan lifestyle, live a lifestyle of sin and lawlessness, and still enter into the kingdom of Yahweh. The apostle John said that you will be thrown, cast into the lake of fire. And I pray that that does not happen to you at the end of days. I pray that you will accept his laws and commandments, that you will receive his laws and commandments, and that you will live according to his laws and commandments. And if you sin, that you will repent of it and call upon his name and upon the blood of the Passover lamb to cleanse you of all unrighteousness and to help you overcome whatever unrighteousness you need to overcome. We all have it. There is no condemnation for those who live according to Yahweh's spirit, Yahweh's laws and commandments. So be encouraged to live a set-apart life. And if you want to connect with us, you can connect with us at YahwehYeshuaAssembly.com is our website. Also, you can connect with us on Facebook. Until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make his face shine upon you. Yahweh give you the power of his spirit to overcome all unrighteousness. And may all of our eyes be opened to know what is of Yahweh and what is not of Yahweh. And then to live accordingly in the power and the authority of his name. Yahweh bless you and Yahweh make his face shine upon you in the power of his name. Hallelujah.